0: what up shalom it's shan up in this thing she gets a podcast again season five the season of my master number your girl is turning 33 so i thought i'd you know make my contribution with more directness more bluntness more of my enjoy what up it's your girl shan welcome to she gets it podcast this is season 5 episode 40 what's good i hope you guys are safe and healthy and you know at peace for whatever is going on today just be at peace um this episode is about the war on privilege and what privilege is is the right to have an advantage or immunity granted to a particular person or group today just like every day from the beginning of time there has been a war on privilege in this episode i just wanted to talk about it what's going on y'all it's your girl lady j creator of hashtag for brown girls blog The content of my post is to educate, uplift, support, and empower Black women who struggle with anxiety and depression. If you can relate to this, then please head over to fourbrowngirlsblog.com and read my post. While you're there, make sure to leave a comment and share on your social media too. If it's one thing I want you to get from my blog is that I believe in you and you are not alone. Back to the show. Back to the show. The worst thing about privilege is people that had it so good had that privilege for so long that they don't even feel like it's a thing or a big deal when others who do not know what it is like to live in a world free to be great with ease is a thing. If you don't know what you have that is so great and others search and they push and they fight and they, they pray to have the freedom that you have and you don't even notice it, to me, that's a problem. If I can't notice that I have eight apples and you only have a half of one apple, that's a problem, Okay. That is how privilege works. The right to have more benefits is a privilege. The right to be free to do what you came here to do. Free to get up in the morning and walk out your house and get in your car and get to work and leave work. Go home. Maybe stop. Take your kids out to eat. Take your kids to a playground. Go look at a new um, neighborhood that you're thinking about. Without being questioned, without being stopped, without having nasty stares, you know, in your direction. That is a privilege. The right to not be questioned, period, is a privilege. The right to step in front of whoever is waiting and expect nobody to say anything. That's a privilege. The right to change Stated no's that 10 people have been told no, and you ask the same question, needing the same needs that those 10 people need, and they tell you yes. That's having privilege the right to go to whatever school you want to, the right to move into whatever neighborhood you want to, the right to have, you know, this much access, so much access. That's a privilege. The right to live is a privilege. The right to talk back. To anyone questioning you. That's a privilege. The right to defend yourself. That's a privilege. The right to be correct and let somebody know why you're correct is a privilege. Because at the end of the day, if you can go home safely and sleep comfy in your bed and not have to worry about someone invading your space or someone hurting your family or someone, you know, mistreating you because of how you look or their thoughts about you. That's a privilege. There's so many people in the United States that weren't born here, that you know moved here, that migrated from somewhere else. Uh, so many people that live here that think they have more rights than you to be in a particular position, place, uh, space. There's so many people that feel like you owe them. Something when you're in the spaces that they're in and it's very disgusting to me and th- to me there has been so many laws against people of color um, in the United States that in 2020 I'm super baffled that people could even utter the words oh there is no privilege we all have the same no we don't all have the same That's why there's different uh, (laughs) groupings in first class, second class, um, you know, poor, rich, wealthy, elite. That's why those words exist because they, they are a sign of ranking, okay? First class, second class, third class, priority, ranking, okay? Have your people ever you know, had laws made against them because of the color of their skin. Anti-literacy laws, 1740 to 1834 for black people. They didn't want us to read and write, okay? And I think even today, they still don't want most of our children to read and write because they won't update their books. And if they do have updated books, they're not bringing them to the classroom. They're leaving them downstairs in the basement. You know, schools in the same cities with the same budgets not getting the supplies and the books and the resources that they need to every school, just like the next school. That's still a war on your privilege, your privilege to have a decent education. Black codes were made for people of color, not hiring, not hiring us in our, our communities why you bring new businesses in our communities, We see it all the time. Have you ever seen um, different races working in a bodega? Have you ever seen different races working in Chinese restaurants in different hoods? No, they hire their their own. Even when we were farmers in the US, some of us are still farmers in the US we have we get low pay. When it comes to agriculture, 1947, the right to work laws were put into effect. In 1938, the New Deal Fair Labor Standards Act was introduced. Yes, it gave workers 40 hours to work for a work week, but it, and it banned kid labor, which is okay, but it also <laughs> it ex- it exempted and excluded African-American workers. When you underfund programs and you underfund money that needs to go to certain communities that need it in order to grow and be better, that is structural racism. That is what that is. That is a war on privilege. If you look back at all of the, you know, race riots, the race and economic massacres, because that's what it was. Not only did you kill us, but you killed the way Black people lived in America. The Greenwood Massacre. The Black Wall Street as people know it, right? That was in 1921. That went on for a few days. It wasn't a night. It wasn't a moment. It was a few days. From May 31st (laughs) to June 1st, mobs of white residents killed and attacked Blacks. Tore down their businesses, tore down their homes, um, dragged women out of buildings and men and children, killed men and children, okay? June 17th, 2015, Charleston Church Massacre. That boy went into that church, sat down, and killed nine churchgoers. November 3rd, 1979, Greensboro Massacre, okay? Five people killed by the Ku Klux Klan and Nazis. January 1st, 1923. My dad was born in 1923. Rosewood Massacre. White supremacists tore down a black town and murdered their residents. November 2nd, 1920. The OC Massacre. 50 black people killed for going to Florida to vote. February 8th, 1968. Orangeburg Massacre, South Carolina. 28 students were injured, three killed. May 30th, 1937, Memorial Day Massacre. Chicago police killed 10 unarmed demonstrators, meaning they had no weapons. Um, they were in the field. And because they were protesting or demonstrating through speech, through freedom, quote-unquote, of speech, they were killed by policemen in Chicago. Chicago police as a whole, no one has done a documentary on the filth that is Chicago police and that construct, which is crazy to me. And I feel like it should be done. Um, It's, it's been messy. It's been messy as fuck. Uh, December 19th, 1923 catcher Arkansas, the sundown town where black people had to make sure they were home and they weren't on the street at a certain time of the day or else they would be killed by white men that hunted black people. Who was just hunted? Someone jogging by two white men with shotguns in a truck and their friend driving slow behind to make sure no one was coming. Like this is still happening in 2020. September 30th, 1919, Elaine Massacre. Black farmers killed for wanting better pay for their cotton and wanting better prices for the cotton. 100 to 800 Black people killed. 67 survivors indicted for inciting <laughs> inciting violence but who was being violent when 100 to 800 black people were killed just for wanting better prices for their product that they were harvesting that they were working structural racism is real there has always been a war on privilege there will always be a war on privilege in the united states because the united states has always and will always be built on taking from people who already had established established setups for how their structure worked Christopher Columbus was not the first to be here. Okay? African people were here. Native Americans were here. And then visitors of white descent decided to come here. And take things. U.S. has always been built on taking things. And if they couldn't take it, they had to deconstruct what was already there. They had to infiltrate. Black Panther movement would have been so, so much bigger, so great, if they didn't bring crack into that community. When people don't know how to process their feelings and their emotions and their Situation and their predicament, they want to go to the one thing that's going to take their reality away for a little bit to make them feel good just a little bit. So it's always going to be, unfortunately, a go-to or access to drugs or access to alcohol. Anything to temporarily, you know, pacify the situation that someone doesn't want to deal with, that's not trained, that's not... Guided, in a sense, to work through their issues in a healthy way. They go for the easiest outcome, which was drugs at that time. But these massacres, these race massacres were just what it was. Someone hating you, wanting to kill you, because you came out of your mother that color. Today... We still have the same issue. And the warm privilege is always going to be the warm privilege because people like to live in their ignorance and choose who they're choosing because of their own mindset. Some people really feel entitled to have more than the next person just because. There will always be a war on privilege. There is no war on drugs. That's an illusion. The U.S. <laughs> federal government been bringing drugs into the United States since the beginning of time. I don't know no black people with airplanes that's flying over oceans of water with, with drugs and bringing it back and landing it at their own airports or their homes and distributing it to people in the communities. I don't know. Guns, listen, they will always sell that at the right price. Regardless of if you have legal documentation or a, like a gun license, they will always sell you a gun at the right price. Sex workers, sex will always sell as long as people keep growing and having vaginas. Any other country you go, people know there's an area for sex workers. People know women are out here at this time of night selling sex. But when you're in the United States... It's kind of like they want to cover up the fact that there are women out here selling themselves for sex. Selling their bodies for money. They want to cover up the fact that there are men out here that want to pay top dollar to have sex with children. But then you have free porn on the internet and disguise it into cool names called lollies and basically what lollies is is grown men and women that like for a person to dress up like a child and perform sex acts on them but yet you have quote unquote laws that tell you it is illegal for you to have sex with a minor but In this state, minors are considered this age. And in this state, minors are considered this age. To me, a child is a child. Sex. If a person is over 18 and that's what they want to do in order to make a living, let them do that. Alcohol is not illegal. You just tell people, hey... If you're drinking this much, we would, we would hope that you don't drive. But when you drink too many drinks, do your car keys disappear? No. It's still up to that person's discretion on if they're going to take those keys, put it in their car, and drive the hell home. What happens, happens. We sell cigarettes. U.S. makes a killing off of tobacco. But you know what? We created a law that says smoking cigarettes is okay. It's legal. Just make sure that these cigarette companies put a caution on the box and says, hey, this may cause lung cancer. That's all you gotta do. And make sure the person that's buying these cigarettes is at this age. If a business owner wants to sell the motherfucking cigarettes you think he really cares, about the age of the person asking for a cigarette do you have the money and that's the shit that irks me with the united states and their fucking ass laws and shit the people that make the laws don't abide by that your policemen don't abide by the law So why do the citizens that work here that have to deal with your bullshit have to abide by the law? It's bullshit. So if you're walking around the United States and you happen to come out your mother's pussy of a certain skin color where you're not questioned just remember that there is a war on privilege and there will always be a war on privilege because most people of a certain skin color would hope that everybody would lay down and be rugs to their bullshit but what they're up against is people who will not lay down and be rugs to their bullshit and you're always going to have to deal with that So yes, people of brown skin tones and minorities live a life where they have to keep their head on a swivel. People who aren't of color don't have to live that life. Therefore, you get to live in your ignorance. Until you're faced with a person that has to keep their head on a swivel. And good fucking luck. There is a war on privilege. Privilege is a thing. Structural racism is a thing. Don't ever fucking get comfortable. Because you're probably working for somebody that hates you. You're probably taking care of someone's kids that hates you. Be easy out here. Keep those heads on a swivel. Black men, I'm sorry. Black women, I'm sorry. Anyone out here raising a black son or a black daughter, I'm sorry. But we always have to have an extra conversation. We always have to, you know, have a group huddle with all types of boys and girls. And then once we're done with a huddle, we have to tell certain kids to wait back a little bit and give them another conversation is not for everybody. It's not because we feel like we're better than. It's not because we need more. It's because we die of having lack of knowledge. We die when we're not aware Where you, most, (laughs) most people get an excuse or pat it on the back or, you know, next time. We rarely have a next time. So, I don't know. I hate being around entitled people. I hate when people say, oh, I don't see color. You're a fucking idiot. Everybody sees color. Everybody. The only thing that doesn't have color is hate. And love. And peace. But people have skin colors. Just don't be ignorant to them. Don't be ignorant to their struggles. Don't be ignorant to their why. You know why the fuck why. Why? Thank you for listening to She Gets a Podcast. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you liked it, please follow. Please add it in your rotation. Please leave a review on Apple Podcast app or Google Podcast app or Anchor app. You can leave a voicemail. I appreciate it. Please share it and follow me on all the platforms. Twitter, IG, Facebook. She Gets It Pod. I'm out. Peace.